0: What's up, shit zippers? This is Time Traveling Joe. Just calling to let you all know that I finally, after a 13-hour drive to Orlando, Florida, I am in present day as we speak. Fuck you, Kyle. Didn't take it till February. Um So, yeah, that really, really sucks, and my time travel question blew up the mixer. Hope that we can get that resolved soon. In the meantime, I'm headed into... Universal Islands of Adventure, to check out Marvel Land, and Harry Potter World. You all have a good one. Keep up the good work. Thanks again. Absolute Geek Podcast.
1: It is Monday Night in Phoenix, and you're listening to the Absolute Geek Podcast, and my name is Matt.
0: And I'm half in the bad Kyle.
1: And today we are coming to you on Monday because we both have lives and have shit to do tomorrow. Um... I- I'm excited. I'm going to a concert, and it's my little sister's birthday, so I have to go do the family thing. Yay me!
0: Yay you! Yay me! Nothing, nothing is better than the twelfth birthday party.
1: I wish. Uh, I wish we could all go to um, a concert. I wish I could go to a concert. God damn it,
0: dude! I I bought these tickets in June.
1: <laughs> yeah,
0: and I'm pissed too because fucking, you know, tomorrow night I'm going to go see the Ghost concert. Uh. huh but Thursday is fucking Five Finger Death Punch. Oh, my God. And I had to go see I, – I wanted I, I wanted to go see them, but I'm not. Too, I'm way too old for two concerts in one week. <laughs> I can't stay up past my bedtime that many times in one week.
1: Yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know what to tell you. I'm not a fan of Five Finger Death Punch. They fucking suck, so.
0: <laughs> you know what? That's what everybody says. I seem to be like the only person that likes Five finger death punch. I don't know what it is about them.
1: They sound like shit. And they come. All they do is like cover other people's shit.
0: <laughs> that might be it.
1: They take good songs and turn them into
0: shit. <laughs> they only covered like two songs. But oh <laughs> well. Still, Two good songs.
1: I don't know.
0: Eh, it's not for everybody.
1: But um, I guess let's we'll, uh, let's address the fucking elephant in the room, huh? Let's talk about last night's season seven premiere of The Walking Dead. Oh, I thought you were gonna talk about Deadpool. Oh no no, <laughs> we'll we'll get there too. But it. um, look, I am a little annoyed with the casual Walking Dead fan right now. I'm seeing last night's episode. And I kind of sat here this morning, and I thought, laying in bed before I had to get up to go to work, I kind of thought, I've watched the episode twice now. Was the episode really that good, or was it just the deaths that made it that good? No, the entire episode was good. And I come to the conclusion that, yes, the entire episode was just that good. What All I'm seeing online is people bitching about the level of violence, the level of gore, that last night's episode contained
0: this, this, you know, even I even saw an article that the parent something council is complaining about it. Yes. And I saw that, sh- that as well. And you know what? This is all I have to say. It's on late. It's on on. Well, we got to watch it early cause we have, you know, direct TV, but it's not on till nine o'clock at night.
1: Mm-hmm. Correct. For
0: most and in Every time zone it's on at 9 o'clock at night Except for us Because we have direct TV First thing is it's Sunday night Fucking kids should be in bed My kids were in fucking bed Well no they weren't But they're old enough they can watch it But if my kids were smaller And younger My kids would not be up watching The Walking Dead at 9 o'clock at night Yeah So the people that are I, I think what And I was saying this earlier I think the big problem with this is is, okay, people are just looking to bitch. That's all it is. The the group that thought it was too gory now, bitches, but if it wasn't gory enough, that group would have been like, what? That was it? We waited for this big buildup for all these months for this? So they were damned if they do, and they're damned if they don't. And that's everything that's on, seems like decent that's on TV now.
1: Yeah, and I I agree with you 100%. It would have been, if it wasn't gory People would have bitched and now people are bitching that it was too gory. And as far as the um, I'm trying to see what they're called, they're the, the children's like,
0: it's like the parent television council or something.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Parent television council says the walking dead cross the line here. And I agree with Kyle 100 percent. You sh- you're this is a TVMA TV show. It is about a zombie apocalypse. People die. You know this. You've been watching this show for seven fucking seasons. Why are you letting your child watch this?
0: Yes, and, and that's a big thing, is, is you know, like like I was talking to somebody about it today, and they were like, well, somebody should have sent their V chip. No. No. Just don't let your kids watch. If you don't want them watching something that's gory, then then don't there's a great thing on the remote. It's called the up and down channel button. If it's not for your kids, don't have them watch it. I saw Plain some, and
1: simple. I saw – I don't mean to interrupt you, but I saw so many posts on Facebook last night from personal friends of mine that have kids that say, please don't spoil Walking Dead for me. Don't post any spoil Walking Dead spoilers. I'm a parent. My kids are still up. I have to wait till they go to bed to watch the show. That's a responsible adult. Yes. That's not just saying I'm going to watch the show – Fuck it, my kids are still awake. Who cares? Let them watch it. No, that's a responsible adult. If you don't think that your kids are mature enough to handle The Walking Dead, if your kids, you know, have not been watching the show, why, why bring them on now? Or if you've been watching the show for seven seasons along with your kids, why, bitch, now? You know, yeah. it, I thought up until last night the goriest thing to happen on Walking Dead. Like I said in on the. When we were live streaming, was the the pig trough um, slaughter at terminus where they started cutting everyone's necks and letting them bleed out, and then um, to be honest with you, I thought that uh, Noah's death was way more gruesome in the turnstile when he's getting ripped apart and you see his cheek literally get removed from his face.
0: Yeah, I mean, I just and then you know I've only I've also seen people on here that don't even have kids that were just like. There was no storyline and it was just violence. you know what this episode of The Walking Dead probably had one of the biggest mind fuck bring you down to zero that I have ever seen on TV he you know he because this episode started out with Rick saying i'm gonna I'm gonna kill you maybe not today maybe not tomorrow but I'm gonna kill you just like he says in the comic book yeah but he so that was your first indication. The, the whole reason Negan took him into that RV was because he wasn't broken down yet. That w- So he took him in there. And then once he was in there, he still tried to kill him. So Negan knew he had – that Rick was still going to do everything he could to stop Negan. And if Rick still had that influence, that's the way his group would have been. So the storyline of this episode was – it's it's fear. Do you, that's why the whole. If you read the comics, that's why that's why this whole story arc is called something to fear, because that's what Negan did, and that's what he did in this episode. And they're in a society right now that doesn't have rules and laws and regulations. So the only way you're going to be able to put people in line is through true fear, and that's killing people. Mm-hmm. And if they would have could can you imagine if they would have sugarcoated the way. That Negan hit him with the bat. If they just, if they truly panned away and kept it panned away, and you just seen the two uh, pools of blood at the end, you know how pissed everybody would have been.
1: Oh, absolutely. It <coughs> Without been, question,
0: it would have been outrage. What the fuck? This is The Walking Dead. It should have been gory. And and for people to say that there was no storyline to this, obviously, is not. They're watching The Walking Dead so that they can talk to their friends on the at the water cooler on Monday. They are not watching The Walking Dead to because they are a fan of The Walking Dead. They are watching it because that's what everybody else is doing. To me, right. to me, last
1: night's episode was fucking awesome. Uh, it was everything I wanted and more as a comic book fan. Honestly, um, to me. Rick's group fucking messed up by hunting and tr- killing Negan's men last season. Like, to make that decision, that was the turning point. They fucked up. Okay. And this being the zombie apocalypse, the rules of man no longer apply and the laws of nature kind of take over. Rick crossed the line and a lesson had to be taught. And that's the same thing Negan is displaying in the episode is that, and that's why he smashed in Abraham's head. He needed to be taught a lesson, and exactly like you said, he he did the eny meeny, miny mo, and yeah, we know that, and it, it's kind of just like uh, the actor who plays um, Abraham said on Talking Dead, Abraham was on bar- Borrowed Time. Anybody who reads the comic or the graphic novels know that Abraham was on bar- Borrowed Time. He should have died two episodes earlier. And by taking the arrow to the head from Dwight, but someone else took that, you know, and now he made it to Negan where in the comic, he doesn't make it that far. Robert Kirkman has been on record many times saying that I would have, I don't like the way I killed off Abraham in the comics. I would have, I wish I could have done it
0: differently. And this was
1: his ability to do it differently.
0: I think it was great, the fact that they did do two people, because everybody was expecting Glenn. Everybody you know, everybody who's anybody who has, in this time span of knowing from the mid-season finale to, to it starting back up, has researched. They have researched that Glenn was going to die. Well, I would say 60% of Walking Dead fans have, have turned to the comic just to see who died. So people knew it was Glenn. So to, to add Abraham into that mix, I think was brilliant. Well,
1: uh, and, I'm, and I'm sure you feel the same way, but I can tell you as a reader of the comic, I felt very satisfied that they showed Glenn's death exactly how it played out in the pages of the comic.
0: Uh, I, I reread issue 100 today. And it, it, they, they took that issue 100 and they kind of chopped it up a little bit. Because remember in the comic it, it says uh, if anyone moves, you know, cut the boy's other eye out. Remember in the in the comic it says feed it to her. Yeah, which is you know, which was great. To, you know that they, they didn't they, they couldn't have done that in this, but I just it was just great that the comic. Like I forgot actually how closely all that was because like they kind of what they did was they kind of took it and they kind of chopped it up, like they kind of. You know what I mean? They, they they mixed and matched it. They put what was in the comic in different spots in the episode, which I thought was great.
1: And if you're one of those people bitching about how violent Glenn's death was, if you haven't read issue 100 yet, look it up online. Find a copy of it. It plays out exactly shot for shot the way it does in the show. Even, from, even the hand and yep, everything. From getting his head smashed in and his eye popping out to where he stutters to stumble to tell Maggie that he loves her and he'll find her again someday, and to, like I said, the eye popping out, to his head being bashed into a bloody pulp and his hand twitching. All of that is in the comic. It is played out
0: perfectly. Yes. And like you know, when we were doing the live cast, I didn't even catch the that he had said that Lucia was a vampire bat. Yeah. I didn't even catch that when we were actually doing our, our live stream of it.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I didn't catch it, so I watched it again. I was like, oh, fuck yeah. Even, he's even like, bad joke, huh?
1: <laughs> that death, it was exactly how it played out in the comics. It was beautiful, and it was the only way that character could have went out. You don't get that same effect if they, if they do last night's episode any differently. When you see Glenn and the die in the comics, it's like a punch to the gut, and they pulled off that exact feeling again last night. I even said in the simulcast, man, like I knew this was coming, but this is gut wrenching. Like this is a punch to the gut. Yeah. You you spend seven seasons investing in these characters. You, you care about these characters. And that's, what's so beautiful about the walking dead is that people bitch about the way they do things, but they set it up to where you give a fuck about these characters. And
0: when one of them dies, people are outraged people are outraged and that's great you know how many shows do you really watch on TV where stuff happens and you actually care that it happened there's not many shows out there like that and the fact that The Walking Dead is doing this just shows how great of a show that it actually is and I like that The Walking
1: Dead like the director of last night's episode Greg Nicotero who's directed several episodes he, he directs most of the best episodes, I think, Um and he's the makeup effects artist on the show. He said the fact that people are outraged and saying, I'm done watching this show after last night, I'm done. That's it. That's the that's the reaction they were looking for. Because he doesn't believe that a lot of these people are really going to stop watching their show. They, he believes that it's just a knee-jerk reaction. And when they sit down and they actually think about it and they see how things play out, that the, last night's episode was the beginning of a new story arc. Last The season finale ended the story of Rick being top dog.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And now last night started the story of Negan is on top. And, and that's exactly how they should to show it. Like, I think that this the way they show it and this death, and I've said it all along, this death was not fitting for any other character. Glenn went out exactly the way Glenn lived his life, caring about other people. Even after he gets smashed his fucking head in, he he, he goes out caring about Maggie, saying, I'll find you again. He was a selfless person, and he went out that way. And there was no better way that this character could have went out. In the show or in the comic?
0: So, oh,
1: go ahead. Well, the big thing right now is people are bitching that Abraham's death was pointless. Abraham's death was overshadowed by Glenn's death. And to that, I say, you're wrong. Abraham's death was to prove a point from Negan. He says it. You killed my men. You fucked up. You hunted me. You killed my men i'm getting retribution i'm gonna kill one of your people okay so abraham's death was that point okay to show rick that you fucked up i'm getting even abraham stood defiant if you remember last season or the season finale abraham kind of bucked up and that's when negan said listen you're not gonna fucking do that again The first one's free. The next one, you're going to fucking learn a lesson. And I'm a man, and I'm going to shut that shit down. He stopped on Abraham because Abraham was the one who kind of stood there defiantly. If you look at everyone else, they're all slunched back. They're all kind of slunched over. He stood straight up the entire time, eyes locked with Negan. When Negan stopped on him and hit him in the head with the bat, What's the thing Abraham did? He stood there defiantly, looked him straight in the eye, and said, suck my nuts.
0: (laughs) That shit was great.
1: You know, He said, suck my nuts, and to him, that was kind of like, fuck you, is that all you got? Bring it on, I'm ready to go. He died protecting the rest of the group. He spent so much time protecting these people that... It's like a a father protecting his children, and that's kind of the way he saw it, is that they were a family, he had to protect his group, he was protecting Sasha, he was protecting Rosita, he was protecting all of them by taking this death. He was ready for it, he accepted it. Okay? Glenn's death was because Daryl fucked up.
0: Yeah, Glenn's death was because Daryl fucked up, and Negan had to keep his word that if they did it again, he would have to do something else.
1: So the first death was an eye for an eye. And the second death was to show Rick that I'm in charge now. What I say goes, I'm a man of my word. You fucking cross me. People are going to pay the price. And that's why there was no hesitation. There was no mind games. There was no fuckery when Glenn died. Negan is hauled back and smashed his fucking head in.
0: And I think the reason he didn't actually kill Daryl was because he, he respected that he was so willing to actually stand up and punch him. Yeah. I think that, and that's why they took him away because he – you could tell he kind of – you know he, I think he even said he
1: admired it. He did. And, and that's the thing about this is that you're looking at this uh, – the way I look at this is it's like I said before. It's like the Animal Kingdom now. Rick, you've been so long where Rick has been the leader of the pack. What do you have to do when you get a dog? You have to break them to show them that you're the leader. And that's exactly what Negan's doing. He is breaking Rick down to show Rick that he is no longer the leader. He is breaking him like a dog.
0: And he's also like, you know, when, when there's a lion pack and a new male lion comes in, what happens when the, the new lion thinks he's dominant to the old lion? He challenges for position. He challenges for position. And that's what he's done. He has challenged him to a position for, in front of his pack. And what did he do? He won. He won. That's exactly what happened. He won.
1: From it, And he says it all along. If you pay attention to the episode, he says it all along. You looked at me with that look, and no one else in your group did, but you're even after I bashed two of your people's heads in, you still have the audacity to look at me with that look mm-hmm. of, I'm going to kill you. And like you said earlier, he tried to kill him in the RV. He gave him the axe, and he tried to kill him in the RV, and Negan was ready for it. And it's just, it, and Negan. That's the whole thing with the axe. Is Negan is breaking him to show Rick that you're not in charge anymore. Everything you own is mine now. No, everything you do is on me. If you live, it's because of me. It's because I want you to live. If if you die, it's because I want you to die. And Negan showed him that with that whole fucked up scene with the the RV and the zombies and and all of that. And when he comes back and. And again, it's in front of everyone. And Rick still gives him that look of, I'm going to fucking kill you. That's when he goes and he ups the ante and fucking tells him to cut Carl's arm off. That was great. But then he stops Rick at the last moment
0: from doing it. Because he knows knows Rick has
1: been broken. Yep. Because he's he's, listening to him now. Right, because Rick is sitting there pleading, just kill me, just kill me. I'm ready to go, take me. And Negan's like, nope, you're going to fucking do this. And he, when Rick picks up the axe and starts to go do it, he knows he's finally broken him. And he stops him. And that's when he's like, everything you own belongs to me. You belong to me. And he says, say it. And Rick repeats it. So he knows he's broken him. That's the end. He's done what he needed to do. And he stopped.
0: This episode should be called Rick's Mind Fuck. Well that's he, what they did. He
1: used basically he basically used in psychology on Rick to break him down. Yep. You know, he he did what most government and military personnel do when they're interrogating someone. You know, it's it's a form of, of mental torture. Psychological torture. And that's exactly what happened, and that's exactly how it played out. If this episode had less gore, you you can't. You can't have less gore. Like, (laughs) it wouldn't have worked. No, it wouldn't have worked at all. I don't think they went over the top to make it extra gory. That's just what happens when you bash someone's head. You're right. You're living in the (laughs) zombie apocalypse. But I I don't feel and I don't agree that Abraham's death was overshadowed. I think Abraham went out strong and defiant, protecting his group. The only way Abraham Ford would have went out, because to be honest with you, a man of Abraham Ford's stature, testicular fortitude, and integrity to be taken out—and I agree with Robert Kirkman—to be taken out by an arrow from behind was a was not a fitting way for that man to go. No, to go out defiant sitting in the face of death looking death in the eye and being defiant to the end to tell your killer suck my nuts is the only way that character could have went out and I felt like the show was definitely a fitting death for Abraham and it was a fitting death for Glenn it, that's just my opinion and I, I honestly think that this is the part of our culture where the casual fan and the hardcore fan are going to clash because the casual fan thinks oh well this is too gory well and not all of them not all of you but a good majority of you that are up up uproaring right now are complaining that the line has been crossed as far as gore goes and i disagree if you're a comic book fan the walking dead just gave you a giant thank you the creators and writers of Walking Dead just give you a giant thank you for being a fan because that scene played out identical to the way it did in the comic.
0: And you know that – when I I remember when I read that for the first time. When it came out, I picked it up off the newsstand. And, you know, because you looked at that cover and it had Negan like blacked out and it said something to fear and you're like, oh, fuck. You know what I mean? And then you read it and you're just like, oh, Jesus Christ. And, and I think and the show did the same thing Jesus Christ you know I cannot believe that's awesome yeah I mean the 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 show had my heart pounding through the entire episode just as that issue of 100 did the first time I read it I mean and I read it again today like I said earlier and, and when I was done reading it same thing I was like Fuck, it's it's that's a great issue of the walking dead just as it was a great episode of the walking dead
1: but i think i think if you're gonna jump ship now i would tell you to wait don't do it don't it, it you're just having a knee-jerk reaction if you listen to this show and you watch walking dead last night and you're like you know what after last you know night, what? i'm done
0: don't nobody don't. listening to this show it has that opinion i guarantee it
1: <laughs> well, I, I, I'm not going to sit here and, and debate that with you or say, you know, speak for anyone else. But I'm just saying, if you're listening to that, sh- if you listen to our show and you're one of those people that are like, you know, that this is too much. I don't know if I want to do this. I, I would ask you to wait because you're going to see that in the long run, this had to happen. You know?
0: And you know what, it's, the rest of this playing out isn't going to be as intense now. It's going to be more of, you know, there's not going to be a shitload of head bashing after this.
1: Because I can tell you, Kyle and I can both tell you from reading the comics, you're going to get a little bit of back and forth of Negan kind of over, you know, walking all over Rick and vice versa, but secretly behind the scenes, Rick is plotting. He He's not going to let go of his, his promise that I'm going to kill you. Maybe not today. Maybe not tomorrow, but he's going to get him back. And, Oh yeah. And his, his time is coming. He's Rick is just buying his time. And you're about to see, you're about to meet a whole new community next week. You're going to meet the kingdom. You're going to meet what I think is one of the coolest characters even granted, he's not in the comic for very long, but one of the yeah. coolest characters in King Ezekiel and Shiva, the tiger the dude is a fucking tiger.
0: Right. I mean, how fucking cool is that? You get to see a
1: tiger mauling zombies. That's dope.
0: I don't know if we're going to see him next week.
1: Yeah, he's already been shown for, in the previews. if you watch, for next week. Yeah. If you watch Talking Dead, um, it shows the preview for next week's episode. And uh, Morgan has taken Carol to see King Ezekiel.
0: Nice, because that means eventually, eventually that means that they're going to start plotting and it's going to be on. And you know what? This is probably because I, I think and I think next season is probably going to be one of my favorite seasons.
1: You think season eight?
0: Yeah, I think season eight is going to be all out war. And All Out War was, remember, it was bi-weekly. And it was, it was it was a nice battle. And they, you know, everyone, if you read the comic, you know what happens at the end of All Out War. Yep. So I I, I don't think they're going to keep the reign of Negan past season eight.
1: I I think All Out War will be the second half of season seven. Because you got to remember, in after the end of All Out War, there's that time jump. Isn't this the second half of season seven? No, this or no, this is the very first beginning of season seven.
0: I thought they just came back from the mid season.
1: What? What? Season six premiere or season six season finale was the cliffhanger. The season seven premiere was last night.
0: I thought that was the no I thought they came back for the mid-season finale no it's been like six months where have you been i don't know apparently oh yeah this is season seven career isn't it yeah ah, where the fuck funny. have you been <laughs> oh, I, think you need sh-
1: to, I think we need to get that board fixed and no longer do it or escape because you don't need to be drinking while you're doing this
0: <laughs> right
1: because you're where is your head at son
0: i don't know why i thought that i thought that we were coming back yeah no. I, I guess oh you know what the mid-season finale was the fake Glen death yeah never mind oh <laughs> shit never mind everybody
1: but uh I'm, I, I'm back on track now that's what i think i think all out war is going to be the second half of season seven season eight because there's that time jump between the end of all out war and when the next story arc picks up
0: man that's quick though to get all the way to the whispers
1: well, there's some stuff that goes on before the Whisperers.
0: A lot but, of filler shit.
1: Yeah, but that that could be. I read an article today that said they might have already introduced the Whisperers, and the reason that the um, they're doing it is to try and catch up to the comic because you got to think they're already on. See, they're already been renewed for season eight. How many more seasons is this show gonna last? If the way – I mean, it's still beating football. Yeah, I I could see it. Even Talking Dead beat football last night. I I could see it. Well, I mean, if you go back and look at that god-awful Cardinals and Seahawks 6-6 tie game.
0: Yeah, nobody gave a shit about that.
1: fuck that game. But, you know, you got to think – I didn't even know there was a football game last night. Most shows only last 10 seasons. Some of the best shows, like Breaking Bad, didn't even make it to past season five.
0: I, I think they'll surpass the comic before they uh, well, actually, before you I you think, call the Walking Dead.
1: I think Breaking Bad made it to six seasons. I can't Something remember. like that. Let me see. But you you got a question? You know, it calls into question how much longer can the show really go on?
0: I think they can go for a while. I I mean I'm assuming they, Breaking Bad was 2008 to 2013
1: so that is five seasons Yeah, I think that I think Breaking Bad went 5 seasons.
0: Man, you know, Breaking Bad, man, that had a rough beginning.
1: <laughs> I liked Breaking Bad a lot. I liked it, too. I binged watched it. Yeah. Breaking Bad had five seasons, so you're already going to double Breaking Bad, which is arguably one of the best shows on TV.
0: You or, know, season season 10 would probably be a good ending point for, for The Walking Dead.
1: Well, yeah, and that's what I'm saying. Is I don't really see how the show could go past 10 seasons, but it might it might go the distance that might go 13 or 14 seasons. And, and that's the thing is that they have so many stories to tell and they continue, can continue going on that just because it doesn't mean they couldn't make a new story arc to go along with what happens before the whisperers.
0: Oh man. Could you imagine uh, seeing Rosita and Ezekiel's and everybody's heads on posts on the walking dead show? Oh, they would, how cool would that be?
1: Yeah, that would be pretty crazy.
0: I think that would be insane. So, I don't know. I thought, honestly, The Walking Dead out of 10, I gave it a 14.
1: Yeah, I mean, in I don't think we've seen anything as gruesome in a comic since Glenn's death. Like, there's been moments, but even even the death of Ezekiel and all these characters with their heads on the sticks, that wasn't as gruesome as, as the Glenn death.
0: No, I don't think anything has been as, as gruesome as, as Glenn's head getting bashed in.
1: So, so. Uh, again, I say, if you're one of those people that were like, I'm done with The Walking Dead, that was too much, blah, 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 just give it a chance, man. Don't bail out now. It It's not going to be as gory going forward. It, it's going to be more of... Good, I think mean, good storyline.
0: Back to the Walking Dead, all you Fairweather fans are used to, right? And oh, I, I mean, I mean, all you real Walking Dead fans.
1: <laughs> and I mean, it. I feel like last night's episode was a very nod um, to,
0: you know, it was it was a nod to the comic
1: book fan,
0: you know. You know, I think this episode came. It came guns blazing. They. You know, they didn't let you down, and I think that was their intent, and I think mission accomplished. Right. So, and if you don't like it, go suck Abraham's nuts. (laughs) (laughs) So, but that's my opinion on The Walking Dead. Season 7 premiere.
1: Yeah, and I agree, and I just had to get that off my chest because... I mean, I'm sitting here and I'm watching people just just bash this, and I'm like, "Man, are you serious right now? Like, what are you talking?" About? I I don't I just didn't agree with what people were saying, and and that's fine, I guess I don't have to. But I was just like, "You people are not making any sense." People need
0: a reason to bitch.
1: And what really got me fired up about it is that uh, my friend Kristen, who's been on the show, brought my attention to an article. Um. The, let's see what was it it's um the walking dead from the verge.com the walking dead quitters club goodbye for real we're done with this show and those people are stupid they're talking so much about how like there's times throughout the walking dead that you know um they've almost quit watching the show and then that it brings them back. And that after that like, last night's episode, it they're done. They're, they're quitting for good. And that's stupid. Good. I don't want them to fucking watch anyway. Well, I do because I want the sh-
0: ratings to stay high. So the show keeps going, dude. Every it's, you know, and I, I think I made this comparison to you earlier. It's the same thing as like Howard Stern in the late eighties and the nineties. The, the people who hate to listen to him are going to listen to them so they can bitch. And the people who like to listen to them are going to like to listen to them because they like him. Right. So he, and it's going to be, it's the same thing with the walking dead. Everybody's going to watch it to bitch. And then everybody's going to watch it to like him. So they're, they're, they're still getting because they want to see what will happen next. And that's why people are going to keep watching the walking dead who do not like the walking dead.
1: Yeah. And that's a great comparison. It's a fantastic comparison, honestly.
0: Oh, so, and, and it's just any it, my my nervous thing is what everyone's going to pitch about is it's going to be like was as good as the season opener was as good as the season opener. Well, yeah, they 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 came in at one hundred eighty percent. There's there's no way that they're going to be able to talk that, you know, through this transition of Negan being in power yeah there's 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 no way and and you
1: know you're gonna have to watch like King Ezekiel is a major player King Ezekiel is kind of one of the characters that brings Rick back to Rick's status and says listen we can do this together
0: and Jesus becomes a super badass and all yep. this too.
1: Jesus does too, yeah. And it kind of all when all three communities come together finally and decide that they're gonna they're gonna overthrow Negan, that's when the shit gets good. And that's when mm. all out uh, war starts. And you're gonna see people from Negan's side switch. Yeah, you know, it's gonna get really interesting. And and from this point it's like a chess match now. And it's gonna be more drama, it's gonna be more suspense. And a little, probably a little bit less violence, but you're gonna—it's gonna be a chess match now.
0: And then that, and then everyone's gonna bitch now because it's fucking—it's—it's it's dragging. and that's what everybody's gonna say. Yep. But it's not though. No, it's not because it's building up to something that's gonna be awesome. Right. Like that when when that All Out War came out, I remember they did a midnight releases where you could buy all the connecting covers to everything that had yep. come out to that point. Mm-hmm. I remember standing in line at like 1150 at night and I had to leave for, I remember I had to leave for San Diego at four o'clock the next morning. And I was in line at midnight so that I could make sure to get all of the midnight premiere stuff with it. Yeah. <laughs> I think you know, I was it,
1: already, I was already in San Diego at that point. When, what, you were new, it, when All Out War started?
0: In 2013.
1: Oh, yeah, no. No, no, no. You must have been going on a family... I was thinking Comic-Con, because yeah. I know...
0: No, actually, I think it was 2012 or 13. It was 13. Because it was 10 years of The Walking Dead.
1: Yeah. So, but... I mean, we've talked about The Walking Dead now for almost 40 minutes, so... <laughs> <laughs> but I I, I recommend if you thought last night's show was too much go find a copy of issue 100 download it online buy it digitally whatever you gotta do find a copy of issue 100 read it and then read ahead a little bit and see what you have to look forward to because it gets interesting and and don't just bail out now because you're actually bailing out when it's starting to get really good negan turns the walking dead on on its heels and there's a reason why negan is my favorite villain out of anything I love the Joker but Negan is my favorite antagonist out of anything it's just there's just something about the way he works man maybe it's gonna see a little bit of myself in him (laughs) I think that's what it is because I, I would probably be the same way you think so I think so I honestly do not, maybe not like to the extent, but like as far as like the fouled mouth and the F bombs and, and all that, I think, I think that's the same way I would approach it. You know, If you're, it's the same as the old saying goes, if you're not a leader, you're a follower and you want to be the alpha man and that's, you establish your dominant dominance and you shut that shit down, you know? I think Negan had to do it. He had to do it. Rick was killing his men. Rick was so close to killing his men. You can only imagine. And I would love to see some episodes from Negan's point of view as all that was going on of what that shit was doing to Negan's community. And if people were starting to question his, his authority and question his placement and if they should be following him. And that's why he had to shut that shit down. Because you know that had to have been going on.
0: Well, he had to because he had because if he wouldn't have done what he said, Rick and the group would have walked all over him. Right,
1: and but I mean, even still, like you saw Rick attack them because for the longest time they were king shit, and you saw it by all the polaroids, and you saw Rick and his group just attack them and and start taking their people out like it was nobody's business. So that, that's got to cause some you know ascension in the ranks of Negan's people. So Negan had to shut that shit down. He had to go in there like that. He, Rick left him no choice Rick's group left him no choice to, to to remain in control and to make sure people didn't rise up against him or try to overthrow him or try to approach him he had to do it that way yeah all that war
0: was 2013 because that was 10 years of the walking dead so I mean I'm excited for it I I, I don't know
1: yeah, I am too. I'm definitely excited for it going forward. I'm, there's no doubt about it.
0: Because it's it. they still they need to get through Something to Fear. Yep. Which will probably be, which they'll probably do, because Something to Fear was issues 98, 99, 100, 101, and 102. It's all something to the fear. And then this shows a little more of, the dominance of Negan and then it becomes the march to war and then it becomes all out war so
1: and I think that's what this this will contain is it'll be the march to war and then um all out war will will follow suit
0: so one season in Negan well yeah, yeah. and then it's a the time jump Yep. Yeah. so yeah but no yes
1: no it was great we'll see what happens i mean we can only wait and see right yep i mean honestly we've talked about the walking dead this entire episode but what you need to understand is that's really the only thing that's happened this week is is the walking Dead? other than i mean we can touch on uh the deadpool deadpool's director um left the movie uh but did
0: you see who he wanted to pick as cable yeah i don't think he'd be a good cable kyle chandler
1: Yeah, from Friday – best known from Friday Night Lights.
0: I I just don't – I don't think that guy would be a good – I think a Ron Perlman or something like that would be a good cable. But I don't think – I don't know. Uh, I can kind of see Ryan Reynolds and the director of Deadpool's disagreement and –
1: Yeah, but you're right. Ron Perlman would have been a better (laughs) – it's a better choice for cable. Um Stephen Lang who was uh Colonel Miles in Avatar, James Cameron's Avatar. Oh, he would have been good too. He'd be a great cable. Dolph Lundgren would be a great cable. You know, there's so many people that are better to play this character than than the coach from Friday Night Lights. Yeah, I I know. You know, it's it that
0: Is that what he said?
1: Huh?
0: He's in Friday Night Lights. Yeah, he's the,
1: he's the coach in the Friday Night Lights TV show. That's oh, what he's okay. best known for. If you've seen Super 8, he's the the cop in Super 8.
0: Yep, I just um, watched that, so yeah. He's
1: been in a lot of shit, but... He's in something called Bloodline. He's not, it's just not, he's not, I don't see him as Cable, man. I, I just yeah. don't.
0: And and I, that's why I agree, because that's, that's where Ryan Reynolds stood in this. That was his, you know what I mean? It was a director who wanted uh, Kyle Chandler. And it's right. Ryan Reynolds who said no. So, I mean, I agree with Ryan Reynolds. I completely agree with him. And I, I don't know. I don't know who they're going to get to replace it. You sent me an article today that they're doing a petition for Quentin Tarantino.
1: There, yeah, fans started petitioning to have Quentin Tarantino direct Deadpool. So, I mean, you and Kristen both were like, no, I don't, I don't that would be a bad idea.
0: I, you know, it's, it's just the directing style of Quentin Tarantino does not fit Deadpool.
1: I, I think it would fit a New Mutants 98 Deadpool perfectly.
0: But we've already established a Deadpool. To go backwards, I think would have a bad... would People are, wouldn't like if they stepped backwards to the New Mutants 98 Deadpool.
1: And Kristen brought up the point. She was like... You know, his source material, Quentin Tarantino would fuck up his source material. And I came back with, Deadpool's source material did a good enough job of fucking him up as it is. You know, it's not, <laughs> Quentin there's nothing more that Quentin Tarantino could do to fuck up his source material that Deadpool's own writers haven't already done.
0: I just think the the pace and the fourth wall breaks and the comedy of Deadpool doesn't fit in with Quentin Tarantino. I could be wrong. He could do an awesome job, for all I know. But just I'm just going off of what you know his his past movies. Yeah, and, and we've all seen Quentin Tarantino movies. That style of movie that fits Deadpool. because if we shift gears to a different kind of Deadpool, I don't think it would work. You know, okay, we've had this Deadpool this movie, but now we're going to have this kind of Deadpool this movie.
1: I can't I just, believe I'm going to say this, but I think Sam Raimi would be a good choice. He already did Spider-Man. He did the first three Spider-Man. He's he's known for um, Evil Dead, Drag Me to Hell. He's done all these horror movies. I think you would get the comedy of Deadpool, but just buckets of blood.
0: I, I, I can see... Sam Rainey a lot better than Quentin Tarantino and no no dissing Quentin Tarantino he's awesome but I but yes I think Sam Rainey would do a hell of a lot better job I think it, you're right I think it that, that would suit him better because he can do the comedy and he can do the action and he can he, I think he can mesh it together well
1: yeah I mean I don't I just think that you know it would be it, it's a better fit but for people who are sitting here going, no, because in the tone of the, like you said earlier, the tone of the movie is going to change. Well, guess what? The tone of the movie is already going to change because they're getting a new fucking director.
0: Yeah, but 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 reverting back to a different Deadpool. No, yeah, I understand. That That's the tone that I meant. I didn't mean the tone of, because yes, no matter who else directs it, it's going to be different than what we already got used to with the first Deadpool movie. But I don't, I just think. Just I think inserting a different Deadpool, I don't think it would work. I don't think Ryan Reynolds would be able to do it. Yeah. Because we need that. We need this newer Deadpool. That's what's making it work. And and everybody's got it in their head. It's set. We like it. It worked. Don't insert a new Deadpool.
1: I expect him to come back, honestly. I expect Fox and, and everyone to – to get him back.
0: He's being an overpaid baby director. That's what he's being right now. And you know what? He's not going to pass the money up. Well, to be
1: honest, I actually read an article where it said that he wasn't even signed on. He was not contracted to direct this movie. He was just there as a consultant. And he oh. left. So we don't even know then, if he was actually going to direct this film or not. Then fuck him. But um, but there's, there's that little bit of, of news so let me know. I mean, let us know in the comment section, or because uh, I'm gonna actually post. I've actually decided. I think I'm gonna post this video to YouTube and see. I'm gonna post the next couple episodes to YouTube and see how we do on YouTube. Um, Yikes! Yeah, well, we got we got faces for podcasting. No, well, I'm not gonna put our faces up there, but <laughs> I'll, I'll put our, I'll put these on YouTube and see if people like them, and and maybe we'll start posting video- these to YouTube as well, but you know i put so for youtube comment section below let us know what you think about everything we talked about the walking dead um let us know what you think about the the casting of cable let us know what you think about quentin tarantino directing deadpool if it's a good idea or a bad idea facebook same thing let us know in the comment section let us know on twitter let us know on the voicemail um which i forgot we have one at the beginning of this episode yes so you can listen to that voicemail. Forgot to mention that that you know, hope you enjoyed the the voicemail at the beginning of the episode. Um but but yeah, man. Like leave us a comment. Let us know what you think about all of this. Um the only other piece of real like breaking big time news is that Ben Affleck seems to be taking the Batman movie seriously. Um, because he was quoted as he was quoted as saying, Batman is not the kind of movie you can fail quietly at. So if he fails at Batman, it's gonna, it's gonna fucking destroy, um, destroy everything. His career, probably.
0: <laughs> I, you know what? I don't, he would, I think he would really, the way people have accepted him as Batman, and I think he would have to really go out of his way to fuck it up now. Unless he writes a completely shit story for Batman, I think he'll be all right.
1: Yeah. <clears throat> and the last thing for us to talk about this weekend is <clears throat> FanFest. We went to Phoenix Comic Con FanFest over the weekend on Saturday. Um, I'm going to be honest. Uh, they're going backwards. I'm I'm gonna have a I'm gonna post an article here in the next couple of days of my review of FanFest, but the the sum of it was, I liked that they had a different variety of guests. They had wrestlers, they had actors. They really didn't have much to offer the comic book fan. Uh, they they didn't have much in the way to offer as as far as like panels go. There really wasn't much um, substance to uh, warrant both days. That's why I only went one day. Because all the good guests that you wanted to see were there on Saturday, and that was pretty much it. They had a little few guests here or there at Sunday, um, but it wasn't it wasn't as good as it was the last two years.
0: No, and I think they did a, a This is my real pro to this whole thing because this this fan fest was not geared towards me.
1: No, it and wasn't not
0: at all. Because I'm not a wrestling fan, there was no comic book people. I'm I'm not a big actor guy, but but what they did was I think was I think it hurt them as well as it helped them because I think it was genius that they got they thought outside the box and they got other they got other people to come be at this convention and they probably attracted a lot of people that normally wouldn't come. They got to come in droves. I've never seen so many fucking championship wrestling belts in my life. Right. (laughs) As when we were walking around FanFest and the people that were in line to meet John Cena, which I think on the behalf of the people who organized FanFest and Phoenix Comic Con, I think was genius. Because to the noise. To the normal people that were excited about cosplaying and and it's their reason to put their costume back on, they got them there. Yeah, they got they got the normal person that would say, you know, I don't think comic book conventions are for me. Oh fuck, John Cena's there, fucking line out the door for him.
1: I think there I, and there literally was a line out the door for him. That's not an exaggeration.
0: No, it was fucking it was fucking genius, and I give them kudos to. To do what they knew, to think outside the box, to get people there. Now, what I think my big negative in it is, in doing so, they didn't keep to the people that come year in and year out. There was nothing for those people. There was nothing for me. There was nothing for for you, Matt. You know. Well, I mean, you like wrestling, but when you go to a convention, you weren't going to pay a hundred dollars to to meet John Cena.
1: Absolutely not. Absolutely
0: not. So, so what they did and their genius—I, you know, I guess with their good with there's bad, but I think that they're they're hardcore people that are going to be with them year in and year out. They really f- failed us.
1: Yeah, I agree. One hundred percent. You
0: know, Bob, Bob Layton, don't get me wrong, a great person in the industry. It's, but he comes here. He was here two years ago. Right, he, I was here, he, was here, he was here for the fast FanFest. Um, FanFest number one or number
1: two? It was number one, right?
0: It was number one. It was yeah. the same year that I think Neil Adams was here.
1: And um, it was uh, the, the, the writer of Spider-Gwen, uh, Jason Latour, his yes. first time here.
0: And I, I think that's what happened this year. And you know what? And don't get me wrong. I think Alamo City Comic Con was going on. Um, I think there's so many cons now it's hard to find people and I get it. So you have to think outside this box, but you need to remember to gear towards the people that are going to be buying the tickets year in and year out. Right. And I think that's, I, I really think that's where they really slipped.
1: Yeah. Um, Millie Bobby Brown, uh, 11 from stranger things. She's absolutely adorable. She's very charming.
0: I didn't know she was British till I was sitting in the panel. <laughs> really? Yeah.
1: That's what that's and, what Kristen said too. She was texting me throughout the panel. And she was like, "I did not know she was British," and I was like, y- "Really?" And
0: you know what? though? I'm not a big person that I don't like to. I don't like to hear people outside of their, their realm. Character. Yes. So same when Andrew Lincoln
1: is, talks, it just throws you for a fucking loop, huh?
0: Same thing with Maggie. It fucking fucks me all up. Maggie kind of has a
1: a hybrid Lauren Cohen has kind of like a hybrid accent where there's time where she sounds very American and then there's other times where she has a very English accent because she was kind of raised in both areas so she kind of has a hybrid accent that I find very sexy
0: I mean it's just you know what you get used to these people with these voices and then you hear them outside and you're like what the fuck Yeah, that's all but it, it just took me surprised. You know, I thought that the, the, my problem of the best part about that was that Stranger Things panel, which I just I just so wish people would just if you have the opportunity to ask these people a question, don't ask him what their fucking favorite color is. Who gives a shit? Right. Just like somebody asked John Cena what his fucking his favorite food was. Who fucking cares what John Cena's favorite food is? Yeah. Ask him a real fuck question. Ask him how the fuck he got that big ass root.
1: (laughs) Steroids. He injected steroids right into his root.
0: I thought it did the opposite, right?
1: (laughs) Well, that's because he wasn't injecting it into his body. He was injecting it directly into the root.
0: But but you know what I mean. Don't you get all the way up there and you ask a dumb ass, "What's your favorite color?" Really? You're going to stand in line in front of this group of hundreds of people? Right. And that's what you're going to ask this person that you've waited for months to get here? What's your fucking favorite color? Right. Please, people out there, think of intelligent questions to ask. This, because you know these people have to think, are you fucking serious?
1: Kyle and I were joking about Kyle wanting to interview John Cena's root or getting a picture of him, like, pretending to hold his root. And I said – I told uh, – we actually got to meet one of our listeners – um the guy who does our photoshops, not Andy, but Jose. Oh, yep. And we, I was juggling with him, and I was like, "You should Photoshop the the picture of John Cena standing there naked with like the towel over his root from from train wrecked, and Kyle underneath it, like cupping it."
0: And- oh my god, that would be fa- I would send <laughs> Jose a picture of like me actually like in like a cupping pose, <laughs> just, just so that. he could do that. So if you need that, Jose, let me know.
1: Uh, The other thing that happened this weekend is uh, you you probably saw – I know Jose talked about it. He mentioned it on the the Absolute Geek Facebook page. But um, Kristen and I participated in Pugs, which is the Phoenix Ultimate Geek Smackdown. That fucking
0: story is funny.
1: Basically what they do is they give you two scenarios and you – like obscure geek scenarios and you have to debate them. Well, this year they did teams, so me and Kristen were on a team. And we got, what was the, we got some horror, like horror movies. What was the scarier way to die? Don't, the movie Don't Breathe or Hush? I mean, Kristen have both seen Don't Breathe, but we've not seen Hush. And that's the one we ended up getting to debate was Hush. So it kind of came down to the end where neither team was (coughs) making points. And the other guy cracked a good joke, and that's kind of why they won. So they beat us, but... At the end of it, the the moderator was like, Have either of you seen Hush? And I was like, No. Have either of you seen Don't Breathe? And I was like, I have, yes. And he was like, So this was complete bullshit fest then, right? And he was like, Yep. And he's like, All right, cool. And then the next group starts getting fucking shit that I can debate. Like, what is the better organic sidekick, Groot or the Tree Walkers from Lord of the Rings? <clears throat> What's the better squad, the Goonies? Or the um, Stranger Things kids? Like, what... All the all these other questions that I could have debated with my eyes closed. And so, what was the better... Or who's the, the better Luke? Luke Cage or Luke Skywalker was another one. Luke Skywalker. Um, and then, it comes to this one... And I can't remember what the fuck the topic you... Oh, it was Barbarella. Oh, who's the better Barb? Barbarella or Barb from Stranger Things? And... The girl starts with, if you've never seen, okay, she says, spoiler alert. So if you've never seen Stranger Things and you don't want it to be spoiled for you, get up and leave now. And I got up and I walked the fuck out. That's so fucking funny. What people don't understand is that Chris and Justin and I, were ta- we were planning to go get Chinese, so we were talking about it that entire time that the rest of the, the pugs was going on. It just happened to be that that girl gave me the out. And I took it. That's all it was. Justin, we were talking. We were like, do you want to go? Do you want to stay for the end of this? I was like, I want to see what the next topic is. And Justin was like, I want to see Chinese food go into my stomach. So then when I saw the next topic, I was like, all right, let's bounce. And as I was getting up to leave, that's when she was like, if you don't want to be, have Stranger Things spoiled and you've never seen it, get up and leave now. And I did, and the whole room laughed, and the moderator was like, "Um, uh, okay. And then the girl was like, fuck them, I'm going to do it anyway, and started to talk, and I didn't care because I've seen Stranger Things, but, you know, the, the chick gave me the out, so I took it. <laughs> I would have taken you it know? too. fuck.
0: She gave me the out, and I fucking took that shit. That's fucking hilarious. But, um... That's your highlight. That's the highlight of fucking FanFest. For me, yes,
1: <laughs> yes, sir, it definitely is. But I don't know. But that's just some stories from FanFest. Um, it was kind of mediocre this year, unfortunately. Um, but yeah, th- that's all I've got for this week. I mean, I-, I I wanted to get that that Walking Dead. I was originally going to say let's record double show Thursday because after- we had we had so much trouble last night with this. <laughs> This equipment trying it's to get MES. it set up. You can hear my dog. Um, Fucking dog! <laughs> Shut that dog up, Max. Hush. Um, but you can you can just had so much problem, so many problems last night recording that live recording, and it was just it was a nightmare. But I, I wanted to get that Walking Dead stuff off my mind <laughs> while it was fresh and so i was like fuck it let's just try tonight because i just wasn't looking forward to dealing with the skype thing but it just worked out fine tonight so who fucking yes, knows it was good and it seems like when we're super pumped about something that's when it wants to fuck up and we're just like whatever it works just fine but i guess that will do it for this week's episode um we'll be back hopefully here back to our routine posting schedule i know this is the last family birthday i have for a couple weeks anyway <laughs> the semi-year is always really weird about that because my dad's birthday is in october my sister's birthday is october and then my mom's birthday is in november like the f- second week of first or second week of november it's ridiculous oh, No, i'm sorry she's in december never mind i take that back she's we in a whole month well I, I always get that confused because when we were little like they would celebrate my mom's birth my my mom and her brother's birthday because they're twins at thanksgiving when the whole family was together. So I always get that messed up, but it's December. I forgot. Sorry, mom. I love you, anyways.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's my stepmom, by the way, who I, I definitely consider my mom, not my piece of shit biological mom, but there we go. Um, but yeah, TMI, right? TMI. Right? You All right. That. So for the Absolute Geek Podcast, I'm Matt. And I'm Kyle. And we will see you next time. Does knowing that you just finished another episode of the Absolute Geek Podcast leave you with an empty feeling in the pit of your stomach? Don't worry, we got you covered. Head on over to iTunes and make sure to subscribe so you don't miss any of our content. As long as you're there, why not leave a review? Not an Apple user? No worries, we got your back. You can also find us on the Google Play Music Store, as well as SoundCloud, Stitcher, Podbean, Overcast, and any other podcast application. Want to keep in touch with us and be the first to know anything and everything the guys are up to? make sure to like the absolute geek podcast on facebook and follow them on twitter if following adventures through pictures is more of your style then make sure to stay up to date with the guys on instagram if you'd like to donate to the show you can do so through patreon and receive patreon only content but remember you never have to donate that's an option your love and admiration is just as good and as always thanks for listening